0: hey i've got a great one for you today we're actually going to listen to an old episode but a very good one a lot of you who are new may not have gotten a chance to go back and listen to the old episodes this strategy the lone wolf strategy isn't always easy to find but when you can do it it can be very very consistent let me know what you think and enjoy this repost of episode 132 The Hidden Lone Wolf Strategy. The stock market, even in its uniqueness, still has a tendency to repeat movements given the correct circumstances. One of those circumstances follows the lone wolf signal and could be very profitable if done correctly. Price generally moves in trends, which you already know, I'm sure. Similarly, though, stocks in a particular class or sector tend to move in trends as well, almost simultaneously. For example, if Facebook has a good day, nine times out of ten, so does Snapchat and Pinterest. If American Airlines has a bad day, typically so does JetBlue, Southwest, and other airlines. But what happens when a stock in a particular sector or group moves in contrast to the broader movement of its brethren stocks? Here's an example. AMD belongs to the semiconductor group. They, like Intel, Qualcomm, and NVIDIA, create technology chips and other hardware. I follow the individual stocks as well as the semiconductor ETF, the ticker symbol SMH. Now, for the first Three weeks of January, roughly, the S&P moved higher continuously. It just melted up. The SMH uh, ETF moved higher as well in the same fashion. It melted up slowly. And the larger semiconductor stocks moved higher. Intel, NVIDIA, um, and even Qualcomm all moved higher. However, AMD turned lower about halfway through the month. On the 10th, 11th, and 12th, we started to notice some weakness in AMD. It moved alone to the downside while the group kept moving higher and higher with the broader market. I decided to short AMD with put options. Now, the final week and a half saw the broader market start to come down. So around the 20th, the broader market started to show some weakness and come down. The semiconductors group also began to fall lower. AMD, of course, led the way down. I chose to use options on the downside, but there are many ways and strategies that could have been applied. I could have gotten a call credit spread on AMD when I noticed its weakness relative to the group, which means I could have sold somebody else a call option when I noticed that AMD was not going to keep going up because it was weak. Uh, I also could have done what I did, get put options, naked put options, But if I had a long position on AMD, I would have wanted to start taking profits because the minute I notice that stock begin to move against its broader market, uh, its sector and the broader market, then I know it's showing some weakness. And this can be done to the uh, downside or the upside. Now, there are many reasons for this to happen. And this is not to say that it always happens in this way or that it happens regularly. It's just something to look for. It's just a signal. Now, sometimes the laggards get a rush and rise or fall to me with the group. For example, AMD could have been lagging behind, and you know, buyers could have noticed that, jumped on the stock, and that would have pushed the prices up to catch up to the rest of the sector. But the buyers did not show up, hence why I went short on the stock. Now, news could have come out on AMD and just didn't hit the wire, because remember, Retail traders get news later than uh, institutional investors and insiders. So maybe the insiders in the company or the institutional investors with larger holdings heard some news on Intel, I mean not on Intel, on AMD that didn't hit the market yet and they began selling before anybody else was the wiser. So that could have been why. And there could have just been some kind of fundamental change in the company that led investors to feel that they they wanted to start to take some profits on the company as well. So there are a lot of different reasons, but whatever the reason, using this signal when trading can present a lot of opportunities to enter or a lot of red flags to begin to exit. It can also serve as a screen for your watch list when you're looking for future plays at night. So if I'm looking for a play on Apple, I wanna look at all the other uh, I would say I would look at communications, but I would mostly look at the the major tech sector ETFs as the the, the broader group and I would also use the SP five hundred and the NASDAQ, right, as my or the QQQ as my broader market, right? Because if Apple has some weakness, which it was, I did have put option on Apple uh, about a week ago as well. Apple was showing weakness when the broader market was going up and so was the NASDAQ uh, or the QQQ. They were all going up and Apple was going sideways. So the minute that both of those um, larger scale ETFs and and funds, the minute that they hit resistance and begin to come down, it's going to be those stocks that weren't following along that are going to be hit the hardest, right? They're going to accelerate the most on the downside because there were no buyers that showed up to join in on the rally, which means the sellers are going to come in heavier when the broader market starts to come down. So that's just something to consider. I call it the lone wolf trading strategy. It's not really a hidden strategy. It's something that a lot of um, very in, in very experienced investors Notice, but a lot of retail investors and inexperienced investors actually do the opposite, right? They'll see something lagging behind the sector and they'll jump on and try to buy it and wonder why they they lost their money. Or they'll jump on and try to sell it and wonder why they lost their money. Seeing things like that and understanding how um, stocks within a sector move in relation to its brethren stocks and watching and understanding the particular company you're dealing with, Gives you an upper edge in the market when you start trading and allows you a lot of financial opportunities to pull some money out of the markets. So, what do you think? If you're new and if even if you're an old time listener and you're hearing this again for the second time, what do you think? Have you had a chance to do it? Uh, was it very confusing? Was it really easy? Uh, let me know. Click the link in the description to join the Discord group and let me know what you thought about this episode. The lone wolf strategy definitely definitely works um, more times than not if you can really identify a, a lagger in a situation moving against the group. So good luck trading for the rest of this week. I'll talk to you on Friday where I'm going to give you my market predictions for the end of the year. Right? I'll go back and look historically what the, uh, the market normally does at this point of the year, and then we'll talk about some looming issues that really got brushed over and ignored because of earnings. And as earnings comes to an end, will they be brought back to light, or will we just rally into the end of the year? This has been your host, Alex Cunningham, saying be well, and remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure. <laughs>